guys, welcome back to Coffee with Chris. I hope everyone had an amazing 4th of July weekend. Um, getting back to the normal routine here on Tuesday morning. And um, I really wanted to go over the idea of what it means when you hear, and it's usually hashtag lifestyle diet, and going over the events of the weekend and just getting back to kind of a normal routine really had me thinking about something that was very foreign to me when I first started working out and, and getting into the, the fitness space um, when I really just became kind of sick and tired of where I was at and I wanted change, but I wasn't quite sure how, you know, and this is when I was kind of dabbling in different diets. I tried keto. If you follow me at all, you know that I've tried everything. Fitness and lifestyle didn't just happen to me. Um, I wasn't born in a family who, uh, you know, dropped their knowledge and their ways of working out onto me as a kid. So I just kind of grew up with it. I am the first one in my family to branch off and completely change my lifestyle. And that's kind of where uh, a lot of people who have adopted new lifestyles as far as uh, their success. You know, you, you see someone who made an amazing transformation and they kept it off and now maybe they're a personal trainer. A lot of people who make such huge lifestyle changes, eventually um, some of them just start getting into the space because they they really find a passion for it. That doesn't mean that needs to be you. That doesn't mean that in order to have a healthy and abundant life and and to care about what you put in your body and how you look and the way that you feel, you're basically your health profile, everything combined. It doesn't mean you have to give up your current life. It doesn't mean in the sense of what you're doing. You know, if you're a, a CPA, you don't need to all of a sudden become a personal trainer. You know, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you don't need to become a personal trainer. Maybe you have some sort of corporate job. Um, whatever it may be, it doesn't mean that you need to drop everything and become some sort of fitness guru. Um, so what does it mean when people say lifestyle, not a diet? Because it's something that I hashtag on almost every one of my posts, and I also talk about it a lot. Um, and it's it's this mindset of sustainability, and it's probably what, if you're listening to this podcast, if you've been trying new diets, if you've tried, you know, challenges, I've done plenty of eight-week challenges through First Forum, so I know I've helped out some of you in those eight-week challenges. Um, there's there's many out there, you know, and, and you just, you haven't found something that's stuck. Maybe you've even tried hiring a coach at one point and you still didn't see the success that you, that you wanted to see. You're, you're struggling. I really hope that this podcast comes off in a way that is, is almost tough love. Um, because it, it's again, a mindset that I didn't understand, nor did I uh, adopt for quite a few years into my journey. And I, I know some of the things that I say sometimes come off maybe blunt or harsh, and it's not to make anyone ever feel bad or for you to literally go home and be like, wow, I feel like crap now. <laughs> I hope that's not what anything comes off as, but I understand that in a world of like this, you know, self-love and kind of softer mindset, um, things that are a little more harsh can come off almost the wrong way. Um, and I really want to go over this. My husband and I were talking this weekend because sometimes you can't see it until you're outside of it, right? You're living your life, your habits, things that you don't even think about doing, you know, and we, I've talked about this in my last podcast about, you know, habit pairing, but your habits, they're probably things that you 
you don't even realize you do. Uh, or you're not, you're not like super just cognitively aware of them. You, you wake up, you brush your teeth, you just do kind of your day-to-day life. And you haven't really sat down and, and really honed in on your habits and what your lifestyle looks like. And if you think about where you are today, no matter if you're sitting in your car, driving your, on your way to work, you know, maybe you are a stay-at-home mom and your kids are napping, you decided to tune in, whatever it may be that you're listening to this podcast, um, if, if you're trying to lose weight or to become healthy or to kind of change your life, you're sick and tired of doing the challenges and the fake diets that don't work, you know, buying all these products that don't work, you're just ready to kind of make that change. Maybe you haven't been able to ever make that change. And again, you're just sitting here like, wow, I'm sick and tired of dieting. It sucks. This, this, like, I don't, it's not worth it. Right. Maybe you've gotten to the point that you've completely given up and you're like, you know what? I'm going to adopt the, the body, you know, um, idea of, you know, well, I'm just going to love my body. And, and in the meaning of where you're completely giving up on your fitness goals, but you still have them deep down inside. You still want them, but it's so hard and you're so frustrated that you just are like, I am not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to restrict myself. I'm not going to do another diet. I'm sick of weighing myself. I'm sick of trying and failing. And you know what? So I'm just going to, I'm just going to give up. I don't need fitness. I don't need to look, you know, a certain way. I don't need to fit into a certain size. I don't need to. And you know what? You're right. Because you're looking at it at a very, at a much different aspect in which it should be looked at. It, it shouldn't be about your weight. And I know when you first start that that's all you care about. Because you just want to, to stop feeling like crap in the clothes that you're wearing. You know, I, I see girls who are doing this body positivity movement. Yet when they're in swimsuits, they're trying their hardest to somehow cover their tummy with their hands. So are you actually happy? Or are you just so sick and tired of the dieting culture that you just, you're done with it? And I, this podcast is for you because I get it. And I've been there. I've been to the point where I'm so fed up with how hard it is dieting and how hard it is to lose weight that, that, you know, you see people that say it's easy and that, you know, all you got to do is track your food and do this and do that. And, and it's not. And that, that's, I think the, the biggest lie of, of this whole entire lifestyle that, that a lot of people like to put out there. And I think it's kind of misguided a lot of people thinking that it should be easy. It's not easy. Guys, the, the, the change that I've made in my life, it wasn't easy. In fact, it took me years to get a grasp on it. Years of, of, of trying and failing and trying and failing. And to give up some of your, your current lifestyle habits, that's hard. So if you're giving up because it's hard, that's just a plain fact. You're not going to find an easy way. You can find an easier way and a better way. And I'm telling you what, those aren't those fad diets or the pills or the detox wraps. The, the, the ways that claim to be easy aren't. That's what I have found in the fitness industry is people who are claiming that things are easy. They're lying to you. They're trying to sell you something. It's not easy. So you need to put your big girl panties or your big, big boy pants on. And you need to understand that this is going to take time. This is going to require you to do work period. And that's where I think a lot of people get a little confused as they think all they have to do is open up their food tracking app, track their food, but still continue their day-to-day life that they had prior. But at least they're tracking their food now, right? And that's what everyone says is you just have to track your food. 
and I'm doing that, you know, I'm, I'm eating into my macros. Why am I not seeing progress? And it's, it comes down to your day-to-day habits. Where you are right now is because of your day-to-day habits. And I'm talking about, we're going to be talking about fitness only. So your weight, your health. Maybe your health is declining and you know, you're starting to get high blood sugars and your doctor's telling you, you need to lose some weight and you've tried and tried and tried. Maybe it's the fact that you can't fit into your clothes and every single summer you're buying a size up. Maybe it's the fact that you just don't, you're, you want to lose weight, period. Maybe it has nothing to do with anything, but the fact that you want to lose weight. So your current habits have gotten you where you want to be, right? Your current habits are most likely going to continue to get you where you are. So for example, if your current habits, since you're, you know, 12 years old and you've gained 5, 10, 15, 20 pounds every single year, you have to do something to change that or you're going to continue to do that exact thing that you're doing by the habits that you have. So are you going to be okay if you give up now because it's too hard with being 60 years old and having gained 10 pounds each year? from now until then, and now you're 60 and your joints are, are, are shot, your tendons, your ligaments, everything is, is, is not working as it should because you didn't decide to do the hard work now. And now you have to do the hard work when you're 60. Mentally, what does it make sense that if you keep doing what you're doing right now, as far as eating and drinking, are you going to get where you want to be? You know, most people start dieting before a vacation and after a vacation, right? You come home from vacation and that's kind of what stemmed this is. During this last weekend, I ate like, like I think, and, and, and I say a normal person would. I ate a very standard American way. You know, we, we went out and got coffee sometimes and then, you know, had some Bloody Marys for breakfast. Um, You know, then we'd hop over to uh, the, the, it was like a 4th of July weekend, but you know, on vacation, that's how a lot of people eat. We hopped over to the bar and we had some, some drinks and then you have food at the bar. We had like wings, you know, hot wings, just a Buffalo wings. And then for dinner, we have more drinks and, you know, fried calamari with, I can't even remember what I ate now at this point. It was just a few days ago. <laughs> um, but it's just very standard, you know, and the next day wake up, rinse, repeat, uh, wake up, you know, have coffee. I think we had a donut and coffee one morning. And then we went and had um, more of like a brunch style um, breakfast. And then again, we're drinking by noon and then you eat whatever you're, you know, because you're hungry. I had a Philly cheesesteak. Basically, I ate like everyone else around me was eating. And that's a very standard thing, not just for people on vacation. The way that most Americans eat, it's not right. And it's not going to get you where you want to be. And you have to actually sit down and realize, okay, where's the majority of my habits lie? If I did what I did this past weekend, I spent two or three days eating just again, how normal people eat. I would go, I would be back to where I was seven years ago. And that would be overweight, borderline diabetic, thyroid issues, lethargic all the time. And then feeling like just a blob in my clothes. And I hated that. But if I did what I did this last weekend, which is only two to three days, yeah, I would get there and I'd get there quick. And most people eat like that the majority of their year. And and so it's like, what are you expecting? You have to change and it's going to be hard. But most Americans, there's a reason why 60% of America is overweight. Guys, that's a lot of people. And 
it's like 20% of teens are morbidly obese. Obese, not just overweight, obese. So those teenagers, they're going to grow up into adults and they're going to add to our, you know, adult obesity population. It's, it's insane. And we think that it's just some um, fad or like, oh, you have to look good and that's vain. Fitness is not about vanity, guys. And if you think it's all about how you look and your aesthetics, and it's going to be easy to give up because honestly, yeah, who cares? You look on the internet, you can find a million good looking butts or abs, you know, or a girl that just is skinny and bikini. Who cares, right? The fact that your health will decline monumentally if you don't start taking care of yourself, that's what should matter. And that, that's what should motivate you. And that's what should motivate you to also, uh, you know, be an influence on your family. I have, I have, I have clients who struggle because their families make it very hard for them to stay on their goals because their families are eating terribly. And, you know, so mom comes to me, she's like, I just want to lose the baby weight. I need help, you know, but her family is still eating. Be that person, be that catalyst for change for those that you love, because at the end of the day, health matters. You can't keep doing what you're doing and expect yourself to not at some point have to go to the doctor for some problem. It's just the way that it is. And, you know, the, the, the big habit that we have as Americans that most people don't want to put put any sort of emphasis on because it's it's, you know, I'm going to be the fun sucker here. But alcohol, what are your alcohol habits? Alcohol is a poison period. And that's how the, the, um, I like a drink more, you know, if you watch my Instagram, you see, I'll take tequila shots. I like to drink more than the next. And in fact, I, I would say that I had a, I had an alcohol problem growing up. Um, you know, once I hit my low twenties, it was a, it was like a food group for me. You know, I would, I would drink often. I wouldn't get, you know, obliterated or drunk, but I would drink you know, multiple times a week. You're not, you have to make sure that your habits, your day-to-day habits align with what you want. And I know so many people, they get so frustrated because, you know, for two weeks they diet up to a vacation and they go on vacation, gain a bunch of weight on vacation, then come home and they're like, oh my gosh, I got to lose this weight again. And then, you know, maybe diet for two weeks, go but go back to their old ways shortly after. Your, it matters more what you do the rest of the year. Let's just say there's 365 days in a year, right? And the accumulative, like your vacation time, right? Let's just say that's your, you know, your two weeks, you know, whether it's two days here, one week there. So I'm giving you your two week vacation. That's what most people do, right? That's 351 days that you had to be a healthy human and to set yourself up so that those two days don't really matter. So that that one week vacation doesn't matter. I have so many clients that go on vacation. They're freaking out about, you know, how they look. And it's like, you should, it, two weeks ain't going to cut it. You know, sis, a month isn't going to cut it a month. That's only 30 days, 60 days. Let's say you did, tw- let's just say, you know, 12 weeks, which is an amazing, amazing time to do it. That's still only 84 days. What did you do the rest of the 350 days? That's what matters. It's not what matters with the eight week challenge, you know, the week on vacation, you know, it, 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 it matters what you do the 350 days of the year. That's what matters because essentially that's my life. Every single life, every single day I'm taking care of myself. I'm eating good, wholesome food. I'm not dieting. I'm just eating good food. I'm eating a lot of food actually. 
When you eat whole food, you can you will surprise yourself at how much you can eat. Every single one of my meals, which there's five to six every single day, I actually struggle to finish. It's a lot of food, but I am the healthiest and, and look the best that I've ever looked. And when I went on vacation this weekend, I didn't worry about being in a bikini and I didn't worry about gaining weight and I didn't track my food. I went out and I ate and I drank whatever I wanted. But guess what? After two, even after one day of doing that, your body will tell you. My body is angry with me right now. My digestion is off. It's like just, I feel disgusting. I am so ready to get back onto my oatmeal and blueberry and egg white and just my normal routine. I want to get into the gym. I want to move my body. You will get there. It's that's not just me. And that's not just these fitness gurus that make it their lifestyle. It's, it's the issue is you haven't let your body gotten to get to that point. Your body has adapted and your body is adapted to eating all the salty, sugary, garbage filled food that you're eating, right? It's just, a, so you just don't realize how bad you feel and you're craving all of these things. Cause you're, it's, it's almost like, um, you know, when they say like sugar is a drug, it kind it almost is. It's like you crave all of this crap because you continually put it in your body. And if you think about all the processed and chemical foods we're eating, I was eating a, what did my husband get? Chex Mix. We um, we were driving down and the vacation had started. Normally I would not eat Chex Mix, but I had some because I was hungry and we were just driving to the beach ready for our vacation. And as I'm sitting here eating the Chex Mix, a thought that it would never have crossed my mind prior was, because I'm not some, you know, and excuse the wording, I'm not sure how to word it, but like hippy dippy, like, you know, only eat things that come from the earth. I'm really not. I'm just about fueling your body, right? So the thought that came into my mind was, what am I actually, what is Chex Mix, right? Like, this isn't a food that grows out of the earth. It doesn't grow on trees. It doesn't grow in the ground. It's literally man-made. And if you think about, it just got me like stemming to think about all of the other things that most people eat. They come in a bag and they're not natural. They're not. So why would we think that a chemical addiction would not stem from these products? And, you know, you have all these people, science can be bought. If anything, we learned that in 2020. So just because studies show that doesn't mean anything. Guys, I'm going to tell you a story. This last uh, 12 weeks doing my uh, um, journey with uh, like healing my hormones and stuff, I have been by my coach told not to eat anything processed, anything. So for the past 12 weeks, I have eaten whole food only minus the 4th of July weekend, which again is probably why I feel so bad. Up until that, I was eating whole foods only. Not Nothing was packaged, not even a protein bar. Like everything was whole food from God's green earth. And guess what? Not only was I able to eat a whole lot more, over 500 calories more a day, but I lost weight. It's amazing what you can feel like when you treat your body right. And then, yeah, when I go out to eat, I don't want the greasy. We uh, went out to this bar called Rebellion in Wilmington, amazing place. And I got, uh, I think it was called the Rebel Yell. It was on the Food Network like list of foods that was on um, one of those TV shows and it just sounded really good. And it was like a, a sandwich with turkey, tomato, uh, cheese, and then like bacon. Um, and then it came with a side of mac and cheese. I couldn't even finish a half of the sandwich. It was so rich in fat, but old me, I would have slammed the whole sandwich and had all of the mac and cheese. 
You're not giving your body a chance to even tell you what it wants because you're feeding it incorrectly. Right? I remember being able to eat anything and everything. I was a garbage truck. I could, you know, but now my body tells me like, no, you don't want that drink. You want some water. Like, girl, go drink some water. You don't want that croissant for breakfast. You want some fruit. You know, you don't want X, Y, or Z. It actually becomes kind of hard to eat crap food. And if this sounds insane to you and this sounds unattainable to you, just start putting yourself in that position of what are your habits? What do your habits look like? What does your lifestyle look like? And if it looks like eating processed foods, if it looks like grabbing coffee all the time with croissants and donuts and whatever, it's not going to get you where you want to be, period. You can track your food all you want. You can do eight-week challenges until you're blue in the face. But until you start to dive into your lifestyle habits, what do those 350 days look like? Not the days that you're dieting, not the days that you're doing a challenge, but your normal day-to-day life, what does that look like? And if you want long-term success in weight loss and in fitness and you have a body goal, you need to start changing your life. And I know that sounds dramatic, but it needs to be. Because not one person who has sustainably and maintained a good amount of weight loss, gone from, you know, unhealthy to healthy, lost 30 pounds and kept it off. They changed habits in their life, period. Not one of them did it any other way. Not one. So why are you trying to be the anomaly here? You have to stop being so stubborn and close-minded and thinking that dieting sucks. And yeah, dieting does suck. So stop dieting. Fix your lifestyle habits. You don't need to go drinking all the time. You shouldn't be getting drunk all the time as an adult human. What's the point of that? How is that benefiting your life, especially if you have goals? And I've said this in so many one of my podcasts that I'll say it again. If you're a person who has no drive and no goals and no vision and no dreams, my podcast isn't for you and I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to that girl who wants to give up because it's hard, but she knows deep down that she still wants it. I'm talking about the girl who has done so many eight-week challenges. She's sick and tired and she's looking for help. She's looking for something that works. This is what works. It's, it's in your lifestyle because I don't ever have to diet again. And I haven't dieted for so long. I have goals, whether that's maintain muscle law, you know, or maintain muscle, uh, lose weight, a little bit of weight, you know, maybe get ready for a vacation, but it never requires anything drastic. I'm eating the same foods. I may be adjusting the portions. My lifestyle is the exact same. I'm not feeling like I'm missing out on, you know, this, this, or that because my lifestyle has shifted and has changed. And I think the world puts a lot of pressure on people to live YOLO, do what you want, eat what you want, drink what you want. But again, I'm not talking to those people. I'm talking to the people that want more. And it's okay to want more. And it's okay to want to lose weight and look better and feel better. It's okay. But you do have to shift your lifestyle. If you're hanging around people who are not supportive of your goals, you need to get away from them. They don't need to do what you're doing. Remember, their goals aren't your goals. Maybe you're a level up. Maybe you do want more than your friends do. That's fine. But you need to tell your friends that and they don't need to be like enforcing their way of life on you. If they are, then you can get you don't need to be their friend, period. If your friends are forcing you to drink and a.k.a. no one forces you to do anything, if they're just like, you know, giving you a hard time, 
screw that. Why do you need that in your life? If your spouse is being unsupportive, I have a whole podcast dedicated to spouse and support. Go look it up. Listen to it because it is vital for you to have the the support of the people in your life. But you can also be the catalyst for change. I have positively impacted almost every one of my family members in a healthy way as far as, hey, health does matter. You were born and raised, most of us, eating like crap not knowing how to eat, eating garbage food. And then we get busy and now everything is so convenient. You can have fast food, you have drive through this, you have DoorDash that. As Americans, we don't eat right, period. And if you want change, you have to do something different. You have to be different. And yes, it will be hard. It probably could be the hardest thing that you've ever had to do. But it will be worth it. It is worth it to have food freedom. It's worth it to be able to go out on the 4th of July weekend and literally not care two ounces about what you're doing because when you get back on Monday, you don't even struggle. You're like, I'm ready to get back on track. I have had four clients already today email me saying, wow, I had so much fun on the 4th of July, but honestly, I don't even enjoy eating and drinking like that anymore. And I am so ready to get back onto my normal day-to-day life. It's not even, it's, it's like, It's the exact opposite for those people, right? Where 350 days of the year, they're doing what they should be doing so that the two-week vacation, they can go do whatever they want and not have to worry about it. Imagine that freedom. Imagine feeling that way versus the majority of Americans struggle so bad with the days leading up to vacation, the vacation itself because they don't feel right, and then a little bit after the vacation until they go back to their old ways. So for those people, it's more like, okay, 30 to 60 days, you're concerned about what you're eating. But the other 300 days, you're eating and drinking terribly. You got to flip it. Lifestyle, not a diet. You got to flip it and really dig into your lifestyle habits. What is serving you and what is not? What is helping you reach your goals and what isn't? And understand that the majority of Americans, we just don't know how to eat. And I, I felt that this weekend. I was looking around. Everyone Guys, everyone, a lot of people are getting to a point where they're not going to be able to sustain their lifestyle habits and continue to be a healthy human. You have one vessel. This is your body. This isn't about vanity. It's not about abs. Those goals are fine to have, but you have to remember it's it's deeper than that. And if your lifestyle habits are causing you to gain 10 pounds every single year, how is that going to look when you are 70 and you don't want to run on a treadmill and physically might not be able to at that point? It's not sustainable. It's not maintainable. And you can either start now, do the hard work now, spend a year of your life shifting things so that the rest of your life you are spent enjoying life and not worrying about food. That is food freedom. That is the ultimate self-love. And it is attainable. But guess what? It doesn't come easy. You do have to work for it. And if you need help, Reach out to someone who can help you. That's why investing in an actual coach can be more beneficial than anything you can do because you can find a diet anywhere. You can find macros anywhere. But if you need help with the mindset shift, that is where some of the hardest work is done. And I hope, I hope that if you're out there and you were like me and you wanted that change so bad, that you don't give up on it because it's hard, that you don't give up because you've tried and tried and failed and failed, that you don't give up because honestly, you haven't given yourself a chance. You haven't actually tried to see what you're made of. You gave a 50% effort 
for a little bit and then you gave up. But if you deep down inside, you still feel that way of you want that change. Don't ignore that, that intuition, that gut, because that will be there forever. If you listen to that person, that person who wants more, you will get to a point in your life where you're going to look back and be like, I can't even imagine having those feelings anymore. I have grown so much as a person that lifestyle, not a diet will, will shift your entire life. It's not just the fitness aspect that it impacts. So I hope this helped. If, if you have someone who you know that this could benefit or, or if you need help, reach out to me. I'm here to help you. It's all about the lifestyle, not a diet. What are you doing? The 350 days. It's not about what you're doing on the week challenges or a few weeks leading up to your vacation. What are you doing? 360 days, excuse me, 350 days out of the year. Because that is what matters. That is what matters more than eight weeks or a 12-week challenge.